0: Welcome to this APTA podcast. Hi everyone, I'm Candace Lambert, APTA's Practice Associate. I hope the start of 2023 is treating you well and that you're sticking to any new year's resolutions you made or that you cut yourself some slack if you don't feel on track. Trust me, we don't judge here. We know how busy you are as a PT, PTA or student. So our resolution every year is to empower you with important information to help you in your practice. In this episode, we've got a quick rundown of what's new from the APTA practice team in the new year. Today, I'm joined by three of APTA's practice specialists, Janine Coleman, Stacey Schwartz, and Sarah Amesbury. Janine, let's start with you. A lot of PTs and PTAs are seeing patients with long COVID. What resources do we have to help PTs and PTAs care for
1: their patients? Hi, Candice. We have a bunch of resources for clinicians. You can just type long COVID on the APTA webpage, and you'll find a clinical summary, a research summary, a collection of resources that you can share with your patients. There's an educational course in the Learning Center, and there will also be several different lectures and poster presentations about long COVID at CSM next month. You can sign up for the long COVID. Hub, that's a place on the APTA website where you can get updates, share resources, and have discussions about long COVID with other members. And if you treat long COVID, you can identify long COVID as one of your special practice areas in our consumer facing website, choose PT and the Find a PT directory, and that'll help patients find you.
0: Great. Thanks, Janine. Of course, long COVID is just one of the areas physical therapy practitioners can help their patients. What are the clinical practice guidelines our members should know about? Well, there was a new CPG about cancer-related
1: fatigue that was published in the Physical Therapy Journal this fall. This guideline specifically reviews tools that you can use to screen your patients for cancer-related fatigue and assess how it's impacting their quality of life. We also have a new CPG Plus summary about that guideline on the APTA website to help you quickly check your practice against the current best evidence. And some other CPGs that came out this year are physical therapy management of functional constipation, which supports techniques like biofeedback training and abdominal massage and hamstring strain in athletes, which includes recommendations for examination, outcome measures, interventions, and return to play. And there are several CPGs that are nearing completion, so you can look forward to some new guidance in the coming months. And if you go to CSM, you might be able to get a sneak peek of some of the recommendations. Um, those topics are tele-rehab, urge incontinence, diabetic foot ulcers, balance rehab and falls prevention in neuropopulations, and an update to the management of falls in community-dwelling older adults.
0: You know, Janine... For the PTs and PTAs out there in the field, it's great to know there are so many resources to consult. Looking forward, what new research can we expect to see in PTJ, which is Physical Therapy and Rehabilitation Journal?
1: So while most of the PTJ issues cover a wide range of topics because of the wide range of physical therapy that we do, we have two special issues that are in development with really exciting topics. So you can keep an eye out for health disparities in rehabilitation and advances in rehab technology.
0: Man, this is some awesome stuff. Thanks, Janine. We'll share an update on those special issues already. Stacey, you also have an update on another issue related to patient care. What do PTs need to know about patients and
2: anxiety? I sure do. On January 3rd of this year, the APTA published a practice advisory for PTs and PTAs in their roles as primary care clinicians to screen children ages 8 to 18 and adults under the age of 65 for anxiety. The United States Preventative Services Task Force released a draft recommendation for primary care clinicians to screen adults in September of 2022. The organization formally adopted anxiety screening for children in October of 2022. A variety of screening tools exist for both adults and children, but the General Anxiety Disorder 7, or GAD-7, is supported as reliable, efficient, and valid. There is also a shorter version with only two questions, and that's called the GAD-2. For children, the SCARED, screening for child anxiety-related disorders, and SPIN, social phobia inventory, are widely used for detecting anxiety in children. According to the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, 41.5% of adults reported recent symptoms of anxiety or depressive disorder in 2021, and lifetime prevalence of anxiety is 26% for men and 40% for women. Among children and adolescents, research by the Health Resources and Services Administration indicated in 2022 that 5.6 million children, 9.2%, had been diagnosed with anxiety disorders. Thanks, Stacey. That's a great update about patients and anxiety.
0: This is another great example of the many ways PTs and PTAs can help improve patients' health. All right, Sarah, let's turn to you. What are some of the other ways we at APTA are helping PTs and PTAs? This is a great opportunity to get the word out there.
3: Thanks so much, Candice. Well, we have an awesome new resource that is nearly ready to go live, a digital health app library. This app library will help you find safe and effective apps to both use in your practice and to recommend to patients. And biggest bonus, it is free to all APTA members. So, to make this happen, APTA is working with ORCA, that's O R C H A, ORCA, which is the Organization for the Review of Care and Health Apps. And ORCA will both conduct the app assessment and host the app library. So, if you like details, here they are. The library will meet and exceed the criteria of the US DAF, which is spelled USDHAF the U.S. Digital Health Assessment Framework, which was developed jointly by the American College of Physicians, the American Telemedicine Association, and ORCA. So this framework has over 350 data points, includes components specific to the U.S. on data and privacy, clinical assurance and safety, usability and accessibility, and technical security and stability. My next big update for you is about our Learning Center, which as you may or may not know, was upgraded this January. It has awesome new features like CEU tracking, a recommended courses section tailored to your interest, thank you AI, and a much improved keyword search. Also, you can use the Learning Center to track all of your CEUs that you earn at CSM. See you there. Last but not least, I'm officially announcing an event featuring innovation in our field, the Future Physical Therapy Summit. So save the date, Friday, July 21st, 2023 in Washington, D.C. You're going to have access to our profession's leading visionaries for a one-day summit exploring innovations in PT. We'll feature the latest in technology, digital health solutions, and then also innovations in clinical practice settings, activities, products, and patient care. This event, we're hoping to engineer it to both inspire and empower clinicians to think in new ways about adding value to your practice, and we're
0: hoping registration will open in March. Well, ladies, let me tell you, I personally can't wait to learn about some new and innovative technologies at the Future of PT Summit. I also want to thank Janine, Stacy, and Sarah for joining me on our first practice podcast of this year, 2023. Go ahead and keep an eye out and the an ear open for our workforce and COVID-19 reports. We'll be publishing these reports based on 2022 data real soon. Just a quick reminder to our listeners, APTA's website, apta.org, is where you can find a wealth of practice information. So I hope this will be a regular stop for you. And if you want to keep up with all the latest happenings, be sure you're subscribed to APTA Weekly, the free member emails we send out on Wednesdays that connect you with news, resources, journal articles, and more. And while you're at it, head over and follow us on Facebook and Twitter so you don't miss a thing. Once again, I'm Candace Lambert, and thanks for listening. You can find more APTA podcasts like this one on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and Spotify, or by visiting APTA.org/podcasts. Thanks for listening.